Hey folks, Russ Bailey here. It's time for another Brush Pile Fishing, the video podcast. I'm with my good friend Mark Riddle, or as I refer to him as Angel on the Rockford Files. <laughs> Mark, how you doing? You know I'm Rockford and you're Angel. Nobody drives like I can drive. You know that. Folks, you know it's sad when Mark and me call each other to talk about what was on the Rockford Files. But that's happened a couple times. Our Kojak. But yeah. anyways, Mark's going to tell us what's new from Cornfield Fishing Gear. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Brush Pile Fishing. Folks, welcome back. As you can see in the background, we're doing another video podcast from beautiful Dale Hollow. Uh, it's been beautiful weather down here, warm. It was freezing in Ohio when we left, so, uh, <laughs> and man, it's good to get here. Yeah, it was good. I, I made the long way around. I went to Decatur, Alabama yesterday to the Sea Ark Owners Invitational. It was 92 down there yesterday. It was oh, nice. That's a little bit too warm. And then got up this morning and, and watched them launch the boats and then come up here to hang out with you guys and I yeah. love this place. This is a really, pl it's, really it's good awesome place. It's awesome. Uh, I like it here. So I, I didn't think we were going to get you down here. I didn't either. I didn't either. Yeah. So. so we we were able to make it work. So a little bit of driving, but we're here. I'll tell you what, Mark. I have not been to the shop for a while, and uh, you've come out with several new products. And uh, just if you would it's, tell the folks about what's going on. It's down changed there. a bunch since you've been there last. We got uh, time out. Do they still have the strawberry cake? Yeah, we. It's a good then. We've been. We've been. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> It's more relevant anymore than used to be. We've turned it on to some other neighbors, and every time we have a get-together, somebody brings a strawberry cake. So, man, I cannot lose weight you, you know with what? that dang hey, thing. Folks, we're talking about there's a place that, what's that called? It's, uh, uh, gosh, you put me on the spot. Draffenville, Kentucky, uh, Parcells Bakery. Holy cow. Okay. They're not a sponsor of my show, but I'm nope. telling you what. The first time I ever had that strawberry cake, I, had, I was on a visit down at Mark's place. And folks, I'm telling you what, it is unbelievable. One bite probably has five, 6,000 calories. At least. <laughs> but oh my gosh, it's good. So again, there's your yeah. free shout out for that bakery. Yeah. So, but anyways, what's yeah. going on down there? Well, since you've been there, you know, when I, I left Illinois and moved to Kentucky, I had six CNC machines and a few things we got it going. We have 10 CNC machines now. It's been Gosh. six years, we've grown that much. We got 10 employees, well, Paul and I, and eight other people. We got three people, well, Paula and another girl, um, Ashley in shipping. And we got a young guy that just graduated high school come in and he helps in shipping or he'll help run a machine or he'll help do this or whatever. And we've got a production manager now. I couldn't do it all anymore, so I had to hire a production manager. And so I'm still trying to draw and, and do new stuff. We got some new things coming. We've actually made a new base that you can take all the mounts we got prior to the telescoping mount. The telescoping mount has a square base with a big silver knob right. on it. All right, so we've, we're gonna use that base with the square knob or the, the big silver knob and the square base because it's a clamp. We're making a piece that'll slide into that and then all of our other mounts will fit on top of it so you'll be able to spin them 360 degrees. Everybody's wanting, I need to turn it, you know, so we figured out how to do that. Um, you know, try to come up with all this stuff for mounting that forward-facing sonar. I can't call it live scope anymore. Everybody's got one. So the forward-facing sonar. So, you know, we started out, we had the, the cable management one, the, the, right. the cable saver for live view. So we, we done that. Well, then we done the uh, first turret when we went to Hot Springs to the first 
Crappie Expo, we had the first motorized remote control, you know, hand, foot operated, all that turret, so we could do it that way. And then, so we can take your, the cable management, mount it directly to the trolling motor for the guys that are chasing one around. Now we can get off the trolling motor and run it independently. Then we've done one that we, on a pole, there's a bunch of guys doing a pole, so we needed to add that in our lineup. So we had done a pole, we made it a little bit different, a little bit heavier duty, it'll do a little bit more. I got some offshore guys using it because it's so sturdy, they really liked it. So, no kidding. So it's down in the golf, so that was kind of cool. So now we come up with another one that I'm calling the cable drive for right now. I don't know if that's gonna be the full name on it or not, but I can mount a pole on the trolling motor just like the everything else we're doing. And it's got a cable that comes up to a knob that's right next to your unit. So you can sit there and turn the knob and look at your unit and see that. You know how when you get when you get it dead on that brush pile and it just pops out yes. on you, you can finally tune this thing in and put it right on it. Those are this close to production. We made a few because always we we'll always make a couple and see how it works and, and make some changes. Then I like to run 30. That kind of gives us a little bit of times on how long it takes to make ind each individual part so we can figure out how to price it. Also, when we get those, start to put them together, we can see what fits and what doesn't fit correctly yeah. so we can make adjustments to blueprints and then before we make a production run. So we made our 30 parts and I put a couple of them together and we've got some daggone busy with back orders. Everybody thinks we're Amazon, you know, I ordered today <laughs> and I didn't get my thing. Well, you know, we send some things out. We, we, I've had to outsource welding because we don't have time or the place anymore. We don't have room. The shop's completely full. Remember how big that building oh, was yeah. when you came? Oh, it's yeah. full. Well, I'm looking at adding on the building again because there's not enough room. And, and it's funny you say that because I did a, a podcast earlier with Matt Foster and we were talking and, uh, and I told him, I said, Matt, I said, me and Mark's good friends now. And I said, I've told him this. And I said, but I can remember Marcus telling me that Cornfield, back then it was Cornfield Crappie, right. wanted to be a partnership with us. And I said, what, what is that? And Because uh, that name is not very common. Right. Okay? So I looked it up. And then, uh, you know, Marcus said we were going to go down to your shop, get our boat rigged and stuff. And I don't know why, but I, I just kept thinking we're going down there. And this is going to be a guy making one unit a week in his garage. Yep. And I get there and I'm like, Holy cow. And now I can't believe that building's full. Well, we have people come in just because they've seen the, the YouTube videos and stuff and they just, they want to come and get, can, 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 we, can we come and buy? Yeah, you can come in. We're, we may, if we, if we do another expansion, we're going to go out the back okay. where, like where you come in yep. with your boat yep. and cause we need more room for parts and we're all that, that whole back room where my boat used to sit, where we filmed right. and everything, it's all shelving now. Holy it's completely full. We're running out of room. And so we might like do like a storefront or something. If we, if we decide to make that, it may be another year or so. If we think we need to add on a whole bunch more space, we may do like a counter and a storefront and everything in there. And I'm retiring something new here too. I'm or I'm retiring old orange, the old boat. No, you're not. Well, she's broke down. You know, wow. it, was, it was just a, you know, it was just an old little aluminum John boat. I bought off some kid that was 16 years old. He was selling his boat and his trailer because he's gonna buy a car. And his dad made him, he says, hey, you know, you're gonna buy a car, that's what we gotta do. So it had a four horsepower Mercury motor on it, a trailer and that 14 foot John boat. Well, I gave the motor to a friend of mine. No, I gave the trailer to some other kid to come in needed a trailer for a boat and I didn't need it. So I gave it to that kid and I traded the motor to my electrician buddy for some work or something. He was gonna put it on a boat for his duck pond or something, so whatever. 
So then I cut that boat down and made it. We've hauled it all over. It's beat all to pieces. It's, it's getting beat to death in the trailer. I actually built a sling inside the trailer and I got to crawl under the boat and ratchet and raise it up off the floor because it's just pounded. It's so heavy with all those trolling motors and everything on it. So we've partnered up with Sea Arc on some stuff. We're doing that new flex boat they come out with. That thing's, it's unreal and we're, we're making all the mounts for, we're, we're making mounts for their other boats and, and they're hooking us up with all their dealers to come to us to look at what we can do for, we're gonna get it down to each individual model of boat, we can fix it all up. So Steve and the guys, the team at Sea Arc decided that I needed a better showboat and they built me a Sea Arc. It is a real hundred thousands thick you know how sea arcs built yeah. hundred thousand it's the real thing i mean and, and the little boat he's talking about if you've been to any of our winter shows like in columbus or indianapolis mark's got that little boat he totes around with all his products rigged up so you can see yeah. what it's going to look like and and i think the thing that i like about you having that at the shows it's one thing for you to watch brush pile fishing or or read something on the crappie blog about how sturdy your stuff is but when you can go to one of these shows in the winter and it's right there and they can see well, how it was, it you know, is. I went to a few shows years ago in the beginning and it was so hard to explain to somebody how that mounted to a trolling motor yeah. or how that done yeah. this or how that done this. So then now, we now got, it's all there. Yeah, yeah. They can see yeah. it. Yeah. So next year, next year we're going to hit the show scene with a new, a little bit longer. We had to go look, we had so much stuff. We need another you got two rough, foot. Man. You got rough. <laughs> what other new products you looking at this year? I know the, the, I don't know what you're calling it. The rod holder where you can put your rod. Oh yeah. We got a little, little, uh, and that was David Jones yeah. and David Jones and, uh, uh, Steve Coleman at two different times. They're like, man, we need something. So basically you just take the knob off that your unit goes in your gimbal mount and we got a little L-shaped bracket that comes off that and you put that knob back on and it's just a fork that sticks up. And David needed that so if he was dealing with a customer or he had to get another bait or a crappie nibble, you know, he's gonna put, he's, he's changing crappie magnet baits or, or put, right. you know, one of those and, and or sticking one in the, in the eye hole, you know, he needed to put his pole somewhere. You know, I don't know about you, but I don't like putting stuff on the floor they're trying to have to reach back down there and pick it up. Yep. So just lean it up against your unit. It's not, cause he was putting on the unit and then stuff, you know, water and stuff's getting on the screen or and all balls. that. Yeah, so we've done that. And then uh, one of the guys that, that, that Jake that I hired, that's my production manager, he's got a source to get all this stuff done. And we also have a cup holder that goes on the side there. And we have a cup holders that goes on the Millennium chairs or just, we're just trying to make a little bit of everything for everybody, you know, it's just. Well, that's one of the things, because I've, I've talked about your company and you in general with some different buddies across the country and stuff. And, and I tell them the one thing is, I said, Mark's got, you know, the best products on the market. But I said, he's never satisfied. You're always yeah. thinking about yeah. well, something else. To, to well, build. we listen to what people have to say. And if there's a problem with something, we, you know, somebody, there's always somebody saying, oh, this don't work right. Well, you know, we've sold a thousand of them and we know they work. But if I get two or three people coming back with the same kind of roughly the same idea, we might ought to look at that and see, you know, because we're getting our, our our ideas and our feedback from the fishermen and we encourage that. I need to know what, what's well, good and, and what's not or what needs to be changed. or Yeah, and when you're getting suggestions from guys like Steve Coleman or mm -hmm. David Jones, 
these are guys that spend every single day on the water guiding tournament fishing or whatever those pretty good guys yeah 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 that's what i'm saying and so back to my the, the cable thing mm -hmm. so we're, we're working on we got our 30 pieces put together but we've just got so busy that i've been out on the floor putting that the hand the hand scope we call it and the over the side mount i mean it's just it's insane trying to keep them put together and and on the shelf and boxed up because the girls really like to have everything in a box on a shelf. So when they get an order, all they have to do is pull it and ship it. It takes so much time. If, Make it, it easy. If you're if you're behind, then we got to build them before we can box them, before we can pull them, before we can ship them. It takes too long. So we're trying really hard to stay ahead on the boxes. And then one of the machines I bought last year, just something I wish I'd have done a long time ago. And this is going to sound crazy, a CNC saw. Really? So we're cutting bar stock up. Okay. So my old saw, you'd set your stop and you'd push your bar up against the stop, and then you'd raise it, you know, you'd raise it up by hand and you let it cut, then you'd raise it up by hand and you'd move it. This one, it's got a control on it. You program it, so I need something eight and three eighths. So you punch in eight and three eighths. You do your math because we got it, we're using a 12 foot bar. It's going to tell you how many pieces you're going to get out of a 12 foot bar. You tell it to cut that many times and it cuts until it's out of material. So I we, like the plates that we put on our mounts. I usually run. We usually run about 400 at a time when we set up a machine oh, to run, okay. and we make 400 plates at a time. So it was taking us in the old saw three and a half hours to cut 400 pieces. So we get the new saw out. I'm putting 10 bars in, 12 foot long. Cutting. I'm getting what I think I'm getting 14 out of each bar. So I'm getting 140 out of each set, and it took an hour and a half to cut 400 pieces. I wish I'd have done that Not a long time. Shabby, that's yeah. that, that's a time saver. So, so let me ask you this, Mark. How, how did you start this company? What made you think I'm going to start making some brackets? I didn't. I just, I didn't, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I've been guided by the good Lord above with the right people put in my position or in my, in my path at the right time. I told you, I met Terry Poole, friend of mine at Kentucky yeah, Lake. Yeah. And he invited me to come down to crappie.com. I met Dean McCoy. I never, I didn't know none of those guys. So I met Dean and uh, my brother and I went down there to help Terry cook. And Dean's wanting to know we're having a little fun tournament on Saturday. And Dean was wanting to know if we was fishing that tournament. Just met him, just pulled the camper in, just got talking to these fellas, you know. So now nah, we don't have a boat. Uh, we're just coming down and he's well, so I was gonna fish with my buddy here, but he said, I'll tell you what, I'll go home and get my boat and you can fish with me and your brother can fish with my buddy. Now that's Southern hospitality yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That that was amazing. And then I got to hanging out with, you know, going back to Kentucky more often, vacations or weekends or what have you, or holidays or what have you, fishing with those guys. And then I had to have a boat. It had been a long time since I had a boat. My brother and I had the like the orange boat, the, yeah. the old remember the old narrow 14 foot oh, yeah. flat bottom John boats. And we fished the strip mines up around Danville, Illinois, and they were electric motor only. But you know what the secret was? Didn't tell you how many electric motors you could have. God. We had two trolling motors on, one in the front, one in the back. We could skate across one of those uh, little ponds. <laughs> two 12 volt trolling motors just rocking across really? one of those little strip mines. Yeah. Hey, we had a ball fishing that stuff. So then I decided I was going to get a boat and then I needed something or whatever and I just made what I needed. Well, then Dean wanted something as I made it for him and Terry wanted something. And the next thing you know, we're going to make a website and then we come up with this corny name because. I was in the middle of cornfields making people crappie now, gear. Though, yeah, yeah. People know it now. I always say if I know he's going to have done this, I'd had a better name. <laughs> Here we are. You know what? It's such a part. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. But so it's just 
and then meeting this person and that person and you know and you and and, and the brush file team and then getting connected with the B&M family and the crappie magnet fellas and and two of the best you know you know you know who one of that I mean I'd have never believed I never you would have never told me this ever in my life that one of my pro well one of my pro staff members David Jones one of the best guys in the business. Yep. I've told many people if I had 10 pro staff guys like David Jones, you wouldn't need any more. Yep. He's unbelievable. Steve Coleman. Not too shabby. Yeah, you know, and, and <laughs> it blows my mind that some people don't know who Caps and Coleman are. I mean, they're not really into the, the crappie world. I mean, I know those guys for a long time. They're, they're amazing. And what they were able to do long before we have what the electronics we have now, those guys, they put the time in, they were awesome. But to have guys like that on my pro team, and now a guy we just picked up, I don't know if you heard of this guy, he's kind of a short fella, got a little white goatee, used to be on a TV show, John Godwin. If yeah, you, I kind of heard of that if guy. If you would have told me that John Godwin would be on my team, was a pro staff member helping promote my product, I'd say you're crazy. John got uh, his popularity when he became a guest on Brush Pile. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. I'll tell you what, bud. Yeah, I think it's, it's uh, going to rain. It's going to rain. We're going to cut this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Check out this commercial for the Brush Pile app. Get it on your yeah. phone. We're getting out of this rain. I got it. It's a good app. Get it. The new Brush Pile Fishing Show companion app will change the way you watch a show. But more importantly, it will change the way you educate yourself on crappie fishing. This is so much more than just an app. It will be your go-to source for weather, brush pile fishing shows, crappie fishing tips, and your own handheld logbook. There will also be contact information for guides from past episodes, special offers from our sponsors, and tips that range from simple to advanced. Download the new Brush Pile Fishing Companion app. It's free for Android and Apple users. It's everything a crappie angler needs. Make sure you check that out. Hey, hope you enjoyed it, brother. All right, thank you. Always good to see you, Mark. You too. Folks, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Stay tuned. We'll always be back with another one on Brush Pile Fishing.